May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Hoping against hope. I don't know whether you spotted that phrase in today's second reading from the letter to the Romans. It is a phrase that doesn't really seem to make too much sense. Hoping against hope. I hope I don't have hope. I hope someone else doesn't have hope. What is hope come to that? I don't know about you, but I usually have to watch the media briefings here in Guernsey about how the situation continues to change regarding the coronavirus and ongoing lockdown. And of course, I keep up to date with what is happening in the UK and other places around the world where I have friends or family. There seem to have been so many false starts, promises broken, that it becomes hard to believe or to know what to believe come to that. Trust in politicians, trust in the virus, trust in God even, becomes difficult in this time of pandemic. And so often, it seems difficult to believe what is being said. Do you believe that in the UK, there will be no longer the need for social distancing or masks after the 21st of June, when everything will suddenly go back to normal? We hear politicians saying that we hope this or that will happen by a particular date a date which is of course open to review. Or in Guernsey, we hear that they will not give a date because they don't want hopes to be dashed if things change and don't improve as much as they hope. This sort of hope is one of removing risk, it seems, removing dangers, moving towards something, but in all honesty, it isn't really something about hope itself. Or there is the type of hope which looks at what things have happened to us in the past, what bad things, and declares that since we have survived these things, these experiences will make us stronger. But these things seem to be negative, hopeful things, if that is possible. Hoping that things will go away. Hoping that things won't get any worse. Moving towards a solution where you don't need hope. We need the data. We need to learn from our experiences. But we don't need hope. In fact, as I was preparing this sermon, I noticed the summary of an article in the Bailiwick Express. There has been less hope, fewer rainbows on windows, and the novelty has worn off in this year's lockdown, it declared. This is not the sort of hope that Paul was speaking about in his letter to the Romans. Instead, we get to a place of questioning whether we can trust God with the rest of our lives. 
as Paul looks back at the promise God made to Abraham, who became Abraham in our first reading from Genesis. And how hard it must have been for Abraham to have trusted in God, based solely on something in the future, something that had not yet happened. There are four key words in this reading from Romans. Promise, hope, faith, and grace. Faith speaks of a trust in the past. Trust in what has happened beforehand. Promise speaks of a trust in the future. Trust in what is yet to come. Grace speaks of God coming into the present, blowing our minds, blowing our ideas of possibility and reality apart. God can do things we cannot imagine, we can't get our head around. And so if we put these things together, trusting in the past, what God has done, trusting in the future, what God is yet to do and seeing God's grace coming into the present making all things possible together with these things we see hope hope then is not something about following data and removing risks it is not about learning from our knocks in the past and doing better in future it is not hoping something bad doesn't happen. Rather, it is about recognising what God has done in the past and God's promise in the future. Moving in God's strength, not our own. That is hard. We like to feel as if we can do all things on our own, from our own strength. And we get frustrated and disillusioned when it all feels like it's going wrong or is out of our control. Or I do anyway, particularly during this current lockdown. And it all feels as if all hope is fading away, replaced by looking at figures about current infections and whether their unknown community seeded, wondering whether it will ever again be possible to travel, go to a concert, go to a football match, or hug a relative who lives overseas. It does feel as if hope is gone, because looking at it simply in terms of the data well, who knows? But it is not all in our strength, our skills, or our control. We are Christians, we follow Jesus Christ, we trust in God. Because we know what God has done in the past, we know about Jesus' death and resurrection, we know that through Jesus we have been reconciled with God. 
the hope Paul speaks of needs us to accept that we have God's grace in our lives, recognize our faith in what God has done in the past, and look towards God's promise for the future. And when we get to that stage, our lives can be transformed because there is hope. When I was considering whether God might be calling me to ordained ministry, it would have been so easy to respond with, well, I hope the selection conference people aren't unkind. I hope I don't show myself up. I hope I don't feel out of place. In fact, those feelings do go through my mind at the time. Then again, when looking at whether I might be called to a new ministry, it's so easy to respond with things like, I hope the interview isn't too hard. I hope I don't get homesick should I get the job. I hope the church doesn't run out of money. I hope the congregation numbers don't go down. I hope the parish profile isn't a pack of lies. I hope there doesn't turn out to be some kind of pandemic which cuts us off from the rest of the world. So many of those secular style hopes, almost doom laden, focusing only on avoiding something which is negative, devoid of the idea that things might actually be okay. And if we focus only on that, we have no chance of finding out God's plan for our lives because we will just be living in fear, never stepping out in faith, never taking a risk because we're just concerned with what might go wrong. But you know what? We know what God has done in the past. We trust in God's promise for the future. We recognise God's grace present, transformative in our lives and in the world around us. So there is no need to be afraid. God is with us. We are transformed by God's grace. Even though things won't be perfect, God will be with us because we have hope. We and the whole world can be transformed by that hope. Hope in God, in this pandemic and beyond. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.